1: I will call upon you to do a service
0: for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18+. Good morning, folks, and welcome to the 151st episode of the Ace of Geeks podcast. I just want to quickly remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, where you can get over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken audio projects, um... Just go to uh, audibletrial.com slash ace of geeks to get a first free ebook of your choice. Thanks and enjoy. We are wizards, we are crewmen, we are Jedi superhuman, warriors fighting on the side of good. We are DMs, we are players,
1: we are hard and undead slayers, elven archers roam the enchanted wood. We all pretend to be something, so why not pretend to be something interesting? There are my friends there
0: And welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, I wanted to uh, welcome Ivan from Ivan Productions and Bernie Bregman from Ivan Promotions. I already screwed that up. Sorry. (laughs) And uh, Bernie Bregman from uh, Nerds Like Us, who are the founders of Club Club Cosplay. Thanks for joining us, guys.
1: I'm sorry. I really should have jumped in there and helped you out with that. Yeah, you really should have. I just wanted to see how far it was going to go. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm here to help. (laughs) You jackass.
0: <laughs> uh, so welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for joining us. Our right
1: pleasure. Now. Yeah. So uh, it if you guys don't mind starting right off, we're pretty curious. Uh, what, what inspired you guys to start an organization like this? Did you see some of the parties that were already around, or did you come with a vision? Uh, well,
2: basically, I was challenged to make a nightclub uh, at a venue I was uh, running at the time called m15 in corona and uh i hate nightclubs you know i've been in you know a concert promoter for 10 years Mm -hmm. doing everything from acoustic to punk rock and everything in between and um i really just don't really like nightclubs so i wanted to create a club that i would enjoy going to and i'm a jaded concert promoter so if i can impress myself you know i should be able to impress mostly other people as well um and so I've always been into collecting Star Wars Legos, mm-hmm. comic books, um, all that stuff forever. And I've been keeping my eye on the cosplay community for quite some time. And it kind of, it kind of just kind of epiphany one day is like I need to create this club, and I want a club that I want to go to, but kind of targets more of the people that aren't targeted at nightclubs or yeah. venues and stuff like that. People that aren't necessarily part of the cool crowd that would normal that would normally be excluded from these type of venues and stuff like that. And I kind of just rolled it all around in my head and Club Cosplay, the concept, was born um, as the anti-nightclub, you know, the nerds yeah. nightclub.
1: I may have – go ahead. Sister. I
0: was going to say, so what, what is it about, you know, in more specifics about um, nightclubs that you don't like that you feel like you've done differently sp- with club cosplay? Literally right. yeah, uh, what I'll right.
2: let Bernie answer that one.
3: Well, I, I think – and and so when when Ivan and I first got together, um, uh, I'd been doing a lot of event promotion in nerd culture, um, and I was developing kind of some, uh, some thought process towards uh, – some party perspectives and then Ivan started putting out floaters for um, an MC for something called club cosplay mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's funny I was going to do something really similar you know let me you know meet this guy and, and see what he's about and uh, we were going to have like kind of a 30 minute bet each other conversation that turned into like three hours of brainstorming uh, that really set the tone for what the club has become Um, And I think that the primary difference is exactly that. There's a thousand ways that this could go completely wrong and very few ways to do it right. Um, And the things that, that, you know, are not appealing about a standard club uh, are the way people treat each other. You know, standard clubs in meat markets. And I think that that's the biggest part of it. When you go to a normal nightclub, nerds, if there are any in there in the first place, and there's generally only very few, are off in a corner on their phone, not really having a good time. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of been my experience in clubs. Um, and I think what sets us apart is that it's, it's an environment that is tailored to be inclusive of everyone as opposed to exclusive and creating some kind of an elitist status, mm-hmm. uh, which is really the design of, of most average nightclubs. Um, y- with y- us, it's yeah. the classic, um, uh, entertainment value and production value of a nightclub. So you have your dancing, your DJs, your alcohol, uh, you know all those elements, but in a very community environment that celebrates um, what what it is to be a nerd.
1: We, we celebrate really our agree. differences.
0: Yeah, that... that's great. That's great. Um, so, how do you guys go about taking you know an event and promoting that that kind of philosophy? Which is, you know, we we absolutely love. That's our philosophy the yeah. site too. And how do, how do you go about applying that to a setting that's still going to be you know, like dancing and drinking and all of well, the after we, uh,
2: we coined a uh, we basically coined a brand called Nerd Safe.
1: Yeah, uh, we were Nerd reading Nerd Safe that.
2: is our code of conduct. it's our anti you know, nightclub code of conduct, the anti douchebag list of things <laughs> you can't do mm-hmm. and the things that are normally done that keep people out of the clubs, especially our community and stuff like that. And so it's like uh, I believe it's ten rules that you know. No means no. No, um, uh, you know, no touching. Uh, no, no uh, I mean, it, it is. It is.
3: I think Ivan summed it up best when he said, "Don't be a douchebag." Because when I wrote those yeah. rules, that was kind of was in my head. But like, what do um,
1: douchebags it's, do?
3: It's it's no um, uh, no inappropriate contact. No inappropriate um, action. That includes photography, no upskirt shooting, uh, you know, shooting people's asses or anything like that. Um, and, and it's just basically about respect. Don't touch people's costumes or props without their consent, um, you know, and, and even no body shaming. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, <laughs> you. of, you know, everyone can cosplay whatever they want yeah. um, and, and you shouldn't body shame. If we hear someone body shaming someone that's in a costume that they feel is inappropriate, we'll kick the body shamer out
1: that's nice awesome. that,
2: well, that's really, and also really cool. like if you're just not having a good time and being a wet blanket we'll kick them out too <laughs> because, because the thing is we're here to park and the, that's what the whole concept of that code of conduct is about is basically is your assurance as a guest of ours that we will provide you with a fun safe and nerdy time
0: that's really really cool you guys i, I love seeing that because you know we're we're uh uh, friends with one of the ladies who started the whole cosplay is not consent movement, yeah. and like it's it's always really cool. It was really awesome at Celebration this year, seeing the giant signs of that and like the yeah. harassment policy all over the con, and it was great because uh, I actually attended you guys' event at um, Celebration this year. Um, oh nice! Yeah, it was really really fun, and it was just it was such an interestingly different environment because it was like I I really struggled with going because even though I read you know the nerd safe stuff on the site. I still was like, oh, it's gonna be a club. There's gonna be drinking, and then I got there and I got in the room and I was like, this doesn't feel like any nightclub I've ever been to before. Like people are respecting each other's space. Like this, the the entertainment is obviously aimed directly at me. Like it just was a really, really interesting and cool experience.
2: Well, we tried to give everyone a unique experience, something that they can't get anywhere else. I mean. I've been through all the scenes from Rave to everything out there, and this is something unique. This is something I've never seen before, and I've searched for many, many years. And the cool thing is I think it's because the community is finally celebrating itself and coming together and so interested to find other people just like them because they're now cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And and we've created an environment to where they can feel cool. And it's so crazy. I had someone come up to me and goes like, Man, I went to the club for the first time and I saw this I saw this Shrek talking to this supermodel chick and they were having the greatest time ever. And they didn't even <laughs> know each other. You'd never see that in any nightclub in America.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's what you I love about. don't end up seeing a
1: lot of supermodels talking to anyone in nightclubs.
0: <laughs> that's what I I love about the way geek culture has been going for the last couple of years, and obviously we've still got a lot of work to do. But like. You know, I, I,
3: I would I would actually challenge and say that geek culture has become pop culture and or mainstream at this point, or or if not, it's damn close to having ascended to the throne.
0: I think it's that's difficult to say only because I work at a uh, a pretty mainstream job, and every time I try to bring up even something fairly mainstream like Star Wars, I still get weird looks every day. And so it, it's it's hard aesthetic. for me to say like like it, we're definitely a subculture, but I don't know that we're all the way to like every single person in the world loves geeky
2: stuff. I, uh I I'd well, to also argue that because no matter who you are, there everyone loves Batman.
1: <laughs> That's everyone true. Everyone loves
2: Batman. That is based well, and,
3: off of and a and comic name book. Me, name me a non nerd culture that dominates ent- the movie market. Name me name me a non nerd right culture entity that is sold for four billion dollars.
1: It's true. Well, that's the thing. The aesthetic is very um, money-producing, but money-producing is not necessarily the same thing as ubiquitously popular. And one of the things that we really like about um, your setup is that popularity has been in many ways taken out of Um, the DNA of what it means to be a club. Your clubs are not places where people are always fighting over each other, over things that they feel are limited, such as attention or sex or uh, whatever. They're fighting over things that are communally shared, not fighting, sharing things (laughs) that are communally shared, (laughs) like the experience, uh, like mutual respect and mutual interest.
0: Except for when you guys have lightsaber fights on stage, then they're fighting. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, then, then the my snafu totally makes sense. Jedi
0: approved. yes
1: <laughs> well when jedi and sith meet they don't tend to make out
0: <laughs> it depends on the fan fiction you're reading i
1: guess that's <laughs> hey, true remember
2: all that doesn't count
1: Oh, ah. oh my! Heart. Oh, it
0: hurts me! Oh, no, God. no, no! One of you dressed as Dash Rendar, so I'm taking yeah. one for the... that for I know. Well done! That was done. an epic Dash Rendar cosplay, by the way. When I saw you on stage, you. I was like, "Holy shit! He got that '90s yeah, aesthetic that was perfectly." Really good cosplay. I,
3: I, I consider myself king of the obscure cosplay.
0: Oh man we should we should have an obscure star wars characters cosplay off sometimes I'll, I'll uh see if i can put
1: together a Vergier outfit i am totally gonna go for cornhorn <laughs>
0: you and like everyone else what okay
1: yeah. fine fine i'll go as the living force beat <laughs> oh. that so you just won't I'll show i'll break out
0: my xr cone. oh man oh god with the uh with the one-handed double-bladed lightsaber yep <laughs>
1: Uh um, qu- I'm quickly trying to get more uh, obscure here. Uh, <laughs> uh
0: I, I, I think I think when we fit XR could we're pretty obscure. Well, I'll go have, as the moldy to- crow <laughs> You're gonna go as an entire ship. Yes. Alright, I'll buy it. Um but actually I'd love to get back to like we were talking about how, you know, um uh geek culture has become such a mainstream thing now. We've we've seen how, like, you know, what was you know, when we were all in high school we didn't really know Anybody else, or at least I didn't know anybody else was into the same stuff that well, the I was groups into. Groups tend to be very and secluded, it's, it's, often out of fear. Yeah, and it's sort of become this thing now where it's even if it's not necessarily cool to strut around in a in a geeky shirt, it's still like you can find people to talk about that stuff, and I think it's really cool and fascinating. Well, it's
2: just because we're not cool, and yeah. we can all relate to that.
1: <laughs> a very you know, much we're like, underdog movement. Like, we're not trying movement. to be cool; we don't need to be. We're yeah, all into
2: this, and we're all fucking. Stoked to find people that are into it as well. Yeah.
1: All right. Call this crazy, but it's crazy. Oh, hold on, I'm not done. In many ways, um, could the new geek party movement and geek as a uh, culture movement be a lot like the old punk movement? Instead of being against the established, you know, uh, A
2: lot of our promotions are very punk driven. I am and, not and, surprised. And they and they, and a lot of our tactics and techniques mm-hmm. definitely come from my punk uh, roots. Because I've done a million punk shows here in Southern California, and uh, kind you know, one of the smaller birthplaces of punk. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely we're all about guerrilla marketing, and we're very aggressively marketing club cosplay. Like we went, we hit San Diego. We put 500 posters around San Diego that said, "The end is near. Nerds are taking over your nightlife." <laughs>
1: I saw that on frickin' Reddit. I saw a picture of your uh, thing. I was about to ask how do you guys market, but let me amend that to: in what <laughs> other ways do you guys yeah, market? And we're more very
2: and then also we're we're heavily believers of guerrilla, old school flyer print promotion marketing. I mean, obviously we have a large social presence and is a, definitely a backbone. But I think a lot of promotion, a lot of club promoters and a lot of uh, event promoters have solely relied on. Um, internet promotion and yeah. lost the flyer and the poster, yeah. and that's actually great for me because if they're not doing it, that means mine, mine's the only one up there. Yeah, I, know, you're... they're gonna see mine, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and, and when we built Club Cosplay, we spent the first six months before our first event hitting every comic book shop in Southern California in all four counties, hitting every major nerdy event that we could. Just running around with our logo and just a little paragraph of what yeah. it was, with no date, no venue, no nothing, and the cosplayers and all the nerds would be ripping these things out of our hands just <laughs> because they're so excited about the concept. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, we got something here. Let's roll. Well, you, know, also to,
0: uh,
3: you also have to understand when promoting that that social media's algorithms, like, you know, they change by the day, and and finding your target audience is really challenging. Um, and, and so you really do have to, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 (laughs) you know, grassroots is kind of the way to go, but it's also creating a better interaction. You know, um, when, when I'm at a con, um, I, I, I always hold a sign up and the the root of that was that I had one picture that went like super viral and it didn't blow back to my sites because it wasn't tagged appropriately. And I said, you know what, you want to take a picture of me, then this sign is, is the instant watermark. Um, and I switched it from okay. uh, my standard company branding to the Club Cosplay stuff. And all of a sudden people ask me, oh, what's Club Cosplay? What's Club Cosplay? And it just starts interaction and, and you know, getting to know other cool people. Um, and, and so it's, it's really just a great way to get in touch and find out what is
2: interesting to people and what's going on with them.
1: This Much like who's also Tyler Dirty? i so
2: hungry to get to know people. Yeah. It, I mean, like, really, I spend most of my time at the cons just hanging out with the community and getting yeah. to know them, talking about their day or whatever, like that. Just getting that personal interaction so that they know that this isn't a cool kids club. Yeah. We're one of them. You yeah. know, I like to spend most of my time in the pit with them dancing to the show than mm-hmm. being on stage. You know, yeah. and yeah. they see that, that. they sense. get that connection and they get that vibe between us. There's no wall between club promoters or event people and the community. We're all one. Well, yeah.
0: that's one of the things that I really love about um, both like running a geek culture oriented company, but also in like getting to go to these events, like, you know, Comic Con, Celebration, like you guys' events. It's just so cool to see all these people from so many different walks of life and backgrounds and like you know, all these different places. Ages, but, too. I yeah. mean, like, we
2: have people in their 60s that frequent our club and party all night. Yeah, awesome.
0: And it's it's just, it's the coolest feeling. I call it the big warm hug of geekdom. But when you're in mm-hmm. line for a convention, and you just know that, like, you can say something that, like, you can talk about something that you never get to talk about, and every single person in line will be able to strike up a conversation with you about it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Uh, And it's not because they're all part of one necessarily ubiquitous culture, but there are these strings that connect so many different aspects of geeks. (laughs) I think that's one of the things I really like about geek culture is there was a time in the aughts of the internet where geek seemed to be so much about everyone liking the same thing. And that majorly broke down like six years ago and it became so much more about connecting different people. One of the things I wanted to say is I'm really glad that your marketing is so much based off of, you know, legwork and actually uh, word of mouth and posting things on street signs. Yeah,
2: we don't pay for likes. Us either. Good for you. You I get the invites
0: every day on our Twitter account.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you follow us, we're definitely into saturation because Mm -hmm. we don't pay for much and we still need to get the uh, reputation Reputation out there, you know, so everyone can keep seeing it. Because you know, basic marketing, they have to see it seven times before they remember it.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. And we do
2: and sometimes we do lose a follower here or there, but our numbers keep growing. So obviously it's working somehow. You know? And so unfortunately for those of you that aren't hardcore cosplay club cosplayer, you might get a couple extra posts, just go ahead and keep scrolling by. Mm -hmm. You You don't have to hate us or unfollow us. You just realize we're out promoting the scene, trying to get nerds to connect. But it's And, the and, and, and it's we
3: important for people to understand <laughs> that, you know, especially uh, – I mean, look, we're still under a year from our first event. And and yeah. where we've come in like eight to ten months is, is crazy. Um, uh, you know, and, and we do need to be out there really pushing it hard. And for anyone that thinks it's spammy, well, if you want this kind of thing to exist – not only do you have to, to be tolerant of that, but you have to share those events around. Yeah. you know, yeah. rather do you want to sit? You got to it, do your part. Yeah, and and there's honestly there's too much nerd on nerd crime that goes on because and in nerds in particular like to like to sit at home on their computer and rage about whatever. Like they're yeah. almost not happy if if they're happy, um, and and you know they wanna they wanna pick on something. And instead of that, man, do you, do you, you want to have this awesome place to party at or what? Because if you do then instead of raging on spammy posts, you know, add,
2: add, amplify
1: it. Oh, agree.
2: Yeah, invite your homies, share a post, like something, tag one of your (laughs) friends that might be interested, you know, like this is a community-driven thing, and if everyone in the community is pushing it, it's just going to get bigger and better for everybody.
1: Yeah. uh, One of uh, the major parts of Tycho Brahe's uh, greater internet theory is that you have to have anonymity for people to be truly douchey to one another. The great thing about what you're doing is you're taking these nerd spaces off of the internet and making them face-to-face interactions where everyone's kind of, you know, laying it on the line a little bit by going up and dressing up as something. Everyone has a need when they go to this place for a little acceptance. And seeing people, they get that empathy they start to feel for one another, and differences break down.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad it, we you know. created an environment that allows all this. Well, I'm really glad
0: too that you guys, because you know, you could. It, I'm really glad that it's you guys doing this. Let me put it that way, because I can easily see oh, a lot of iras- a lot of irresponsible club owners being like, "Well, we'll just do a cosplay night so that we can get you know money from these people." And so it's great. Oh, right we have
2: get- a we have a lot of um, copycats in our way. Yeah. Nothing yeah. that has yet to. Um, surface that of real like any type of rivalry. But honestly I think we need more cosplay promoters. We need more people doing cosplay in nerd centric events. We can't be the only ones to grow the market.
1: That's a fantastic As of right attitude. now we're the first
2: to market and we're doing really well. Mm-hmm. But I encourage any nerd promoter out there to start trying, you know, even yeah. if it's at a small mm-hmm. coffee shop. You know, getting small groups together helps everyone overall. There isn't just one Comic Con. There's a million Comic Cons. There isn't just one comic book store. There's a million comic book stores. And we need that. For this community to grow and for this market to grow, to be able to long-term sustain itself, we need more promoters out there.
1: That is a really uh, fantastic attitude for you to have and it's very encouraging. And it speaks to why I would argue you probably are so rare in your field. Which is because your uh, nerd safe policy is the heart and soul of your event, and that's not easily copied. A lot of people don't understand that what makes a safe space so special is not that it's a space; it's that it's safe.
2: Well, you know, it comes with a lot of experience. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've made punk rooms feel safe <laughs> with wow. the mosh pit. You know, <laughs> well, I, I've just, often heard a of mosh pit be the same place and in the and world. Years of you find what people's, you know, human traits are and what their needs are. And especially with Bernie knowing the subculture so much and he was able to craft the uh, wording for uh, Nerd Safe so well, it really just kind of put everyone's mind to ease that this was an event for them, not just a nightclub slapping a cosplay sticker on something.
3: Yeah. You know, and that's, that's something that happens way too much is, is that word is such a buzzword. It's so hot right now. And and everyone wants to throw cosplay on everything, and and there are especially events after they see us. <laughs> and, um, and and there's events out there that are that make cosplayers feel you know not welcome, not oh, appreciated, yeah. and like freaks. Um, yeah. And and that's something uh, that's something that I particularly you know really just can't stand. It drives and, me up the freaking That's why it's of paramount importance that we're creating truly nerd safe environments. Um, wherever we go and, and showing people that it can be done. If people yeah, realize that it, it can be done, they might be willing to give it a shot the right way.
2: And it's gone beyond just a code and a creo. We actually have agents of NerdSafe, which are volunteer staff. Awesome. They come volunteer their time that literally walk around the club as our agents of NerdSafe. They're the <laughs> ones patrolling the club, making sure that not only that everyone's having a fun, safe and nerdy time, But the cosplayers have a friend and a a representative that is there to help them out with anything they need throughout the night. That is a really cool idea. I like that a
0: lot because I know uh, a lot of my friends have asked, um, you know, me or other friends to do that for them while they're at cons and dressed up. Like, it's just as, like to walk around with them so that there can be somebody there to bail them out if they need to. It's great that you guys have staff or volunteers set aside to do that. That's really cool. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, like, we'll have, like, a cosplayer that comes in with a very, very large cosplay that obviously we want in the club, but they didn't bring anyone to help them through the crowd. So a lot of times we'll just assign a person to them be like, hey, you're sticking with this person all night. You know, that's actually how we uh, found the Transformers. That's how they became a part of the club. Tell
1: us that story.
2: Um, I ran into those guys at uh, Comic-Con last year, and I just had a flyer, and I'm like, hey, you guys are awesome. You'd be awesome in our club, blah, 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 blah. And they actually heard about us because one of them lives in Corona, and it was after our first event. Um, So, you know, I hit them with a flyer, and then never heard or talked with them again. Then our, we had our second event in Corona. And then all of a sudden, Wheeljack walks in, wow. you know? A nine-foot transformer walks into the club and everyone loses their minds. I mean, <laughs> it was like, you know, Madonna walked in or
1: something,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. And like, <clears throat> and this is a guy who's like in his forties and he's an old b-boyer from back in the day. He just loves to come and dance. You know, and Mm -hmm. him and his buddy made these badass cosplays, and they go around and they just get everyone pumped. And so it just kind of fit. And a lot of our talent and a lot of our cast members have come around organically like that. You know, Bernie came around organically. Leanna came around organically. Shoot. Galactic Ray booked himself on the show, and I just said, "Hey, you're just a good fit. Might as well keep you." <laughs> yeah,
1: that's amazing. How, how
2: everyone been? Book? Like all the people, who, the core cast of people, have really kind of just come around. You know, we didn't we didn't do auditions. We didn't do anything. We we're just kind of mm-hmm. met them along the road, and they decided to come with us.
0: It, it's funny that you talk about that because that's exactly how it's worked for us too. Oh, yeah. we've gone from a staff of like um i don't know like two to like i think we've got like 40 people writing for us now and it's, it's just one of those things where every few months somebody really awesome will all of a sudden be like hey can i write an article for you and
1: that's how yeah. it goes and they typically bring in thousands <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who's in your main cast i mean it kind of it's hard to define
3: main um uh the most General, spring then. Spring, i could say uh uh liana and i as the hosts and galactic ray and dj chuck nun and vj the dave are kind of our our most uh staple performers and then uh the judges are anchored by um uh lauren from castle corsetry ivy doom kitty dave turner uh fanboy brandon and uh chad from hoku props and then um when we travel and you know uh, everyone has their own different convention schedules and stuff sometimes leanna has gone sometimes ivy's gone etc cetera, etc cetera. and then we'll we'll fill in or we'll amp up depending on um themed events and things like that so for celebration more star wars theme i got uh, a friend of mine that actually was a model maker and prop builder for star wars thought that would be appropriate Yeah. so um, a... font davis joined us for that um and then grant him was on that panel yeah. as well
1: oh amazing um,
0: I ran into Grant so many times that weekend. It was the weirdest thing. I, like you expect in that many people, I wouldn't run into random celebrity that many times, and I think I ran into him like six times.
3: And he's and he's a, he's a great guy. He, uh, is. he and he and Fawn both do some really amazing, uh, you know, prop and model making and stuff. Um, uh, my wife Lauren's. Um, uh, design studio is actually in their their warehouse making amazing stuff, and
0: I get to see that all the time, which is super fun. Her, her Admiral uh, Akbar Playboy Bunny was one of the awesomest
1: things I've ever seen. Yep, that yep, broke gosh. the internet.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Um, my wife actually
3: uh, made all of those costumes. That was her design. Oh, really? Great.
1: That? could oh, you awesome. give her our compliments? <laughs> yes, yeah, <please>
3: absolutely. Do. <laughs> that uh, was really and, amazing. And uh, and so that's kind of our core group, but there's there's other people that have recurred. Uh, Miss Swan is a really cool feature performer. Um, and we've had her at, at um, a lot of our events. Uh, Hip Hop Troopers, also a very cool yep. recurring featured performer. Um, we've had uh, a couple of shows with Song Hammer, um, a couple of shows with Jedi Elvis, a couple of shows with the Flex Capacitors, um, and so you know it's it's it's. I, I guess and the, we're always
2: bringing in new people. Yeah, like, we're, every we're, show's always different. We, we never produce the same the
3: thing of of what's out there in nerd culture talent so at, at our next show which is at ohm in hollywood and highland in 2 weeks 2 weeks from yesterday actually may 24th uh, we're going to we're going to bring in Kid apocalypse who is a, uh, a nerd rapper from up in uh, uh, the pacific northwest um, okay. and and so he does some kind of x men themed um, uh, rap songs that's well gonna be all fun. of
2: his music is x men lyrics and content and most of the songs are remixed x-men theme songs like oh. from the tv show or the what? movie or anything and he has a cup he has a a, a hype man which is dark beast and so you, got, <laughs> you got this young looking apocalypse rapper guy in a suit with dark beast up there laying it down and then at the end of his set we have a well i can't Nice. Yeah, don't don't yeah, do give, give that away. away. Yeah.
3: Sorry, guys. Maybe, maybe
0: tell us go. after we yeah, actually have recorded.
3: Yeah, let's keep that fresh. There's all sorts of acts. I mean, you know. Uh, that that at some point we'll probably look at incorporating if we go uh, to places that make sense to invite those guys. But there's great bands like Kirby Crackle.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Adam
3: yeah. Warrock mixtape, who's freaking Weird dumb. Al, you know.
0: Yeah, um, we, uh, we he, had Kirby yeah, Crackle been, on, like uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, there's there's yeah. if
3: you look for it, that stuff exists, and we're trying to yeah. create a stage for that stuff to shine.
0: Which is fantastic, I, and yeah. I you know I I it's another thing that I've I've loved in the last couple of years seeing develop. I you know I. I uh we we've got a favorite band of ours in the area named kessel run and they're there's, amazing there's kirby crackle i've been listening to a ton of adam warrock lately like there's there's so much good nerd music coming out now and it's not like the way it used to be where it was just kind of like people would insert a star wars reference as a joke like halfway through a song it's like really heartfelt songs about wolverine are happening
1: <laughs> as they should be yes yep. Uh, so what true. would you, you know, guys?
2: Why not? Why not celebrate our fandom in song?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> we celebrated
2: in every old. other way. Why not? Why can't we yeah. sing about? It?
0: Uh, what was the name of the uh the Blues Brothers band you guys had? Um...
2: Uh, blues. The, the blues? blues Brothers.
0: Oh. So dumb, dumb <laughs> <D-L-O-Z's>. <laughs> that was awesome. We were we were did in the like house that? of blues. Yeah. Oh, oh, Can we nice.
3: just do that in stereo? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys might have been hanging out for too long. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs>
3: you know, the last no no. i got knowing to knowing each other feels temple. like years. No, no. no, no that I just, just got made his up His fingers up to his temple and he's pulling his fucking Xavier shit on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my head, Charles. <laughs> I don't want your future. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, what do you guys envision for the future? How's that for a segue? Oh,
3: dang. <laughs> nicely done. nicely well done. done. We well put done. it on here. a tee for you, you.
2: know. It, it's it's kind of where the wind takes us i mean we're we're obviously growing exponentially we're spreading into i mean we've conquered southern california now we're leaving the state going to the other coast um we're getting a lot of traction from cons to pick us up for after parties and a lot of our new sub events like geek meet and geek pride and cosplay are taking off so Mm -hmm. you know we're just kind of seeing where it takes us and i you know, at the end of the day i I would hope, you know, five years down the road, there's a club cosplay in every major city supporting all sorts of nerd fandom all over. That would be that would pretty be awesome, awesome to see. Yeah, I mean Franchise how you know how how,
3: how how there isn't a ceiling for this. There's right. there I mean look look at the numbers that conventions pull. And and even though I know that the title's cosplay, but you do not have to wear a costume. We love it if you do That's all nerds. Versatile. But all nerds welcome. And and there are, you know, in every major city hundreds of thousands of people that this should be interesting to. So there's there's no venue too big for what we can do, you know, as soon as well, word gets right. around. And really the, the 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 thing that is, um the you know, wh- what we're doing right now is building trust. This yeah. is all based on trust. Yeah, and, and, and just like gossip. you guys talked about, um, you know, you, you heard about it but you were still like, eh, I don't know, even though I read the nerd safe, like hesitancy and and I fully expect that still for a while we're we're doing a great job at at, um, building that trust but it's still gonna be long and hard-earned because nerds have spent uh, a long time um, you know being wronged by by society yeah so um, you know it takes a while to undo that stigma and it's just gonna take a while and and the more we have trusted names in the industry um, you know, backing us—that the more that the quicker that's going to be—that there is this awesome place for people to party at all over. Um, we're getting our first crack at a you know really major East Coast convention this coming weekend at Atlantic City Boardwalk Con. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
3: we're going to be programming uh, uh, really two main nights of club cosplay uh, entertainment on Thursday and Saturday. So we'll be there. off party and their, and their big, of club cosplay. Uh, right will be their kickoff party and their saturday big closing after party um the after party program is not the same as the full program of club cosplay um there's there's just yeah we need to start
2: branding that differently (laughs) (laughs)
0: The
3: we
2: need to Uh, call it like the like club cosplay the after party
0: club Club cosplay aftershock
2: so it like so it's a definite distinction because I still feel there might be a little confusion because there's a lot of people that have been following club cosplay and see all the hype and the videos and yeah. all this stuff and then but the thing is is they can only get to the after party because maybe we're in that area or that timing works out for them um, but the after parties are never gonna be the full club yeah you know the full club is its own circus experience type thing. Or the after parties are going to be more scaled down to fit the time constraints and the uh, production limitations that most conventions have. Um, so we're well, gonna it, have
3: that's to. The thing, I mean, at at a certain point, when when again we've earned that that trust, then those conventions are also going to start doing what they need to do to bring our whole package out. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, for sure. that's, yeah, that's, that's
3: the true. Is is as much like I said before, as much as we've accomplished, it's only been ten months. You know, when, when we have, you know, two complete years and a huge successful track record, then it'll be a whole different ball game. And, and, you know, there's just no telling what we could do in that time. So it's, you know, we continue to pull out along and do our thing and, uh, you know, get, um, you know, gain more and more backing from the community after we keep proving that we, that we are truly for nerds by nerds, um, and, and really providing a safe and fun environment.
1: Perhaps you might call it, um, uh, club Cosplay, the sequel.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, well, a se- a sequels, sequels generally are bigger yeah. and better, though, not smaller yeah. and more constrained. No, no, <laughs> Well, well sometimes.
2: disappointing. You wanna... yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like, since Bernie's, like, are, are kind of... Uh, one of our faces and Dark Helmet's such a kind of image with everything, mm-hmm. i just, you know... Club Cosplay, the after party, but the after party's gotta be huge and Club Cosplay is small, kinda like, you know, Club Cosplay the merchandise. Oh. You know, okay. The search for more yeah. money. Club you know? Cosplay
0: the flamethrower.
2: <laughs> yeah, Club Cosplay the flamethrower. Club Cosplay <laughs> the For the kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> May, you might have something like Club Cosplay Presents in After Party.
0: <laughs> do, the, uh, do the Star and
3: hats, Wars and logo? Hats, and, 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 yeah. And that's how this one is built. It's it's the yeah, AC we, after we definitely Party, presented after party about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so yeah, but I mean, you know, again, we're still growing, still trying stuff out. We have a vision, but um, you know, you gotta throw some spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks sometimes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Although that's a waste of delicious, delicious spaghetti and how could you, sir?
2: I mean, <laughs> have you guys have you guys been to Geek Meat yet?
0: Nobody. No, we haven't. I actually, we're, we're based in Northern California, so unfortunately oh, we're not local man. to most of your events. Otherwise, I would have just said, hey, yeah. can we meet up to record this Because, you somewhere? know,
2: Geek Meet's kind of, like, blowing up, too, because that's specifically designed. It's not so cosplay-centric. It's mm-hmm. General Nerd, and the whole event is literally designed for geeks to meet. Like, we have uh, Lightspeed Nerd Dating in one room. <laughs> we have Cards Against Humanity and Video Game Nerd Meetups in another room.
1: That must get noisy. Uh,
2: Yeah, and then we have like bands and DJs. It's it's definitely more watered down than club cosplay. More of Cheers, you know, your local bar than the big, you know, spectacular. Um, But it's been doing really well. I mean, numbers have been growing consistently, and um, it's a free event that we host pretty much every month for geeks to just come and meet. That's, wow, that's
0: awesome. You know, there's yeah. actually a um there's a lot of places up here you could run something like that Oh, easily. Easily. San Francisco
2: needs you guys. It it gives us another opportunity as well and uh, by sub-branding with different styles of nerd entertainment that's not so club cosplay it gives us more access to a lot more venues, yeah. and so where we can't have the giant party every time, but we can throw smaller parties in smaller venues that feel just as fun, you know. And and these are the little cool sub chapters, like we're going, and we're about to launch a new one called Geek Pride, which is our LGBT nerd style event. That's which I was,
0: amazing. I was so excited to see that you guys had to move that to a bigger venue because it's sold out. So fast.
2: <laughs> yeah, we did have to move it to a bigger venue. Um, like, and we moved it to LA, which we've gotten a much bigger response over.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I, I perceive that.
2: And we're actually, the first one is launching the Sunday of LA pride. Oh, that is
1: oh fantastic. that's
2: awesome. So it's, it's doing really cool. I mean, like, and those are the other cool things that we're trying to do is trying to create these little sub brands that can like, target certain markets in the geek culture and bring everyone together underneath the big umbrella, you know? Yeah. Because it's all just there to fuel Club Cosplay.
0: Yeah. You know, but
2: giving everyone multiple things so that while they're waiting for the next Club Cosplay, there are still events that they can go and do regularly so that they can build a behavior pattern of, hey, there's always events for me, a nerd, to go do. Yeah.
0: Well, it helps build that community, you know. You might, you know, meet someone in five minutes at nerd speed dating and then see them... You know, uh, are you guys getting arrested? <laughs> is is LA <laughs> happening down there? Um, I was gonna say you might meet someone at a you know like speed dating and then see them the next uh, next week at Geek Pride and then run into them at a club cosplay event down the line.
2: Oh, we have an incredible track record of repeat customers. We have people that've been at every single one of our events. Wow. From the very beginning. Um And the cool thing is because we have such a repeat. Uh, clientele there's like a building a core group of people that met at the club that go there and hang out at the club specifically to go there and hang out with them and it's crazy you start to see all these like people that didn't know each other now they're like on Instagram Instagramming each other all the time
1: that must be so heartwarming and
2: it's really cool and especially with like the geek Meet and the light speed nerd dating we've actually connected people
0: that is, that is super cool I love that too though. I've, I've only ever seen it this year and I, I saw it at Celebration and I saw it when you guys were doing it with uh, the meetup but I love the idea of nerd speed dating and how that's that's becoming a thing <laughs>
2: yeah it's actually um, it's become one of our more popular um, kind of side features I mean it's not really entertainment driven but it's definitely driving the people out
1: well people want to date people want to meet other people
2: well, and if nothing hey. else, you can talk to like
0: 14 different people about Star Wars for five minutes. at a Well,
2: you know what's funny, too? It's like, because <laughs> all the questions are all nerd-related. Oh, that's awesome. You know? That's so great. And so, and on top, uh, the funny thing is the very first one we ever did, we ran out of dudes. There's too <laughs> oh, many girls at a nerd dating was, event. Oh, well, my, God. my God. We cool. ran out of
3: dudes. I got a nurse dating and, event and I got to go on stage and go, you know what guys I don't I never thought I would ever say this at, at any kind of a club type meetup or a dating thing. We need more guys.
1: <laughs> you know that kind of brings something up for me. I'm wondering what do you guys do for uh, do you do anything for LGBT speed dating yes, or we have, uh, a,
2: we have a table specifically designated at every event for LGBT. you guys
1: are awesome
2: (laughs) yes and we've got that since the beginning that is
1: fantastic i remember the first second you said nerd pride and my first thought was oh why are they taking on the lgbt thing and then as soon as it came out of your mouth you explained like that is amazing (laughs) i did not expect that and i feel like i should have
2: And that one's cool because that's like a a collective of people that we've – on that team, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've gathered LGB promoters from all four counties, from San Diego, LA, Orange County, and IE, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and have brought them all under one roof and and combined them with the uh, cosplay promotions – that's awesome. And so we've literally united Southern California gay culture, <laughs> you know, promoters under one roof, and they're all leaders in their either LGBT scene or their LGBT nerd scene, and so we're really going to be able to push that very well. And um, I'm hoping it's going to be a big turnout for that event.
0: Well, I mean, I would say it probably will be, just because you guys, again, sold out so fast you had to move to a bigger venue in a different city. Yeah, you know.
2: You have to realize entertainment comes in waves, so there are ups and downs all the time. Cool. Oh, shit. Uh, you're right? All
1: right. This isn't related to those sirens we just heard. No, no, no.
2: I'm, my phone's actually about to die, and my fiance is about to get home. I gotta get... Dinner going. Oh, okay. So, that makes sense. Because, this has uh, been tonight's our last night that we oh. get to hang out together before we go on this one week long work trip, and it's just going to be insane. Yeah. So, at least it's so nice you, know, that you get to bring her along the with you. Good fiance thing. Go make dinner. And...
0: Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least you get to bring her along with you to all the, uh, the massive events. <laughs> well, right. you know,
2: honestly, she's been kind of um, my emotional and moral support, and in the beginning, before I, um, before we launched the. Uh, you know club cosplay you know she was really pushing me to do it you know when it was just an idea concept phase where I was just kind of like mulling it around um, mm-hmm. and once we started she went to every convention she passed out just as many flyers as I did oh, Talked to just That's as many awesome. cosplayers she's been a huge support of the whole thing we couldn't have done it without her am I correct is she doing the fashion show on Friday Yes, she is. She'll be the that's first awesome. time she'll be, I guess, professionally cosplaying. Oh, that's or, well, awesome. Or she's not cosplaying because she's fashion showing, but this will be the first time she's doing anything professional. Yeah, it's awesome. the Geek Fashion Show
3: at Atlantic City Boardwalk mm-hmm. Con that's uh, put on by Castle Corsetry and uh, Geek HQ. Oh, that oh, is so fantastic.
0: cool. Fantastic. What, um,. Can I ask what you, she's, what she's first, dressing I, as? Or uh, the is first that I might
3: add, let me make that a little more appropriate, before other companies started doing geek fashion shows, the
0: first one ever was done by Geek HQ and Castle Corsetry Tree several years ago. Yeah. Mm, okay. And then the, the, that's been spreading too, because I know yeah. that the Her Universe is throwing one at Comic-Con this year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. And
3: actually, well, uh, um, uh, they, they were offered to walk in the uh, castle course that you won a couple years ago at Kamikaze. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a thing that's spreading uh, uh, geek fashion is getting huge. And, and that's awesome that, that it's more than just, you know, boys t-shirts that girls can reappropriate. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's actually... Uh, Aura uh, TV put out a really great video that actually features both uh, her universe and Castle Corsetry, Tree and then the uh, fashion blog set to stunning with Victoria Schmidt, the <laughs> scruffy rebel. Oh, um, fantastic. And, uh, and it really talks a lot about how that's evolved, but uh, that's mm-hmm. super cool that, that Alyssa, Ivan's fiancé, is going to walk um, uh, while we're out there at ACBC. So that's yeah. another another awesome thing happening. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it was really cool in celebration to see how her universe basically got completely sold out by day two. Like, just... Everybody wanted that stuff. Yep. It was yep. hella cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Well. Um. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the interview. Um. I'll I'll lead us out with one last question, which is, what is your favorite memory from Club, club Cosplay?
2: Proposing to Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's
1: doing. Okay. Who so can we'll top say... that? Now you <laughs> must.
2: I couldn't have given you another answer. There's no way. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
3: There, there are, there are too many amazing moments. I mean, each club night has been chocked full of them. And I mean, I, you know, I've, i I was born into kind of an entertainment family, so it's always been in my blood. And I'm, I'm never more happy than I am in front of thousands of people that are like me, um, and, and I'm on stage and that and and putting on a show for them. So it's, it's really all awesome. I would, uh, man. Um, so many of the, ven- the venues are all so different and so cool in so many ways. Um, uh, and, you know, the numbers uh, keep growing and growing. You know, um, our, our after party for Kamikaze, being that that was like 2,000 people, was, was pretty freaking killer. Um, so, so, stepping out to, to that stage and everyone going nuts um, was, was pretty special. So it's it's just so hard to pin down because there 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 hasn't been a bad memory at a at a club cosplay. It's they've all been spectacular.
0: That's,
2: That's pretty much awesome. the best thing you, you know, But I'd have to say, besides you know the big proposal, <laughs> I'd have to say the best feeling was after the first one, when we realized we did it and we had something, mm. because we had yeah. no idea what to expect before we opened doors. We had no yeah. idea what was going to happen. What I would. At the end of that show, I was so overjoyed with so much tireless efforts, blood, sweat, and tears, of six months just to get to that first event, and just to know, it hit. Everyone was having the time of their lives, and it was just a huge success. I think that was probably one of my favorite moments. I would. I would almost say
3: if I was going, it, it, like the nostalgia. I would almost say the second one because it was like thirty percent bigger. Than the first one, and that really validated that we did it right, you know, and that word got out and had
2: spread like especially of being produced seven weeks later.
3: Yeah, and I knew a lot of people had held back from the first one because they just didn't know it or trust it, Mm -hmm. but then as soon as videos started hitting and people started talking about how great it was. And then so many more people came to the second one. It was like, all right, cool. We're, we're doing this thing right. We're doing it right by the community, and they're appreciating that. And I think that validation was was definitely really key.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys thank so you much so for joining much. us. If you want to get more info about Club Cosplay, where's the best place to do it?
2: Uh, clubcosplay.net.
0: Ah, a fellow brother in
1: Ah, uh, .net. <laughs> Well, dude, some
2: guy bought the .com. That's what and, happened to us. And he, like, doesn't want to talk to me. And, you know, what if the same you guy? I bet it's the he same...
0: Lives in, like, Buenos Aires or I something. I bet it's the same goddamn guy. We have a guy who owns AceofGeeks.com, and he's been sitting on it for, like, five years thinking he'll one day make a geeky gambling site out of it, and he won't dude, sell it to me.
3: Uh, there, I, So so some asshat has NerdsLikeUs.com, and <laughs> oh, he's literally... <laughs> He hasn't used it for twelve years, but and 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 I had a conversation with him, and he is only sitting on it to 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 sell it for an ownership stake in whatever company buys it. Oh, so jeez. It's not if he needed a couple grand, like I would consider that, but no, he's like, yeah. no, I, I'm I'm gonna take a percentage of whatever. Your,
0: your, your company. your company's crazy. Yeah. That's that's, that's crazy. Not, no. That's not oh. going to work he I has will, a lot of cats. We, we, we should all get together in a uh, in a .NET support group uh, yes. sometime.
1: It, .NET isn't worse. It's just less rhymey. D- .NET is just differently you know, I better.
2: I like .NET because it stands out.
1: It's Everything's
2: true. It, it,
0: Everything's
2: is definitely more nerdy of a term. In My, our, the truth, you know, it ties it, more into geek.
1: Our buddies and, uh, at uh,
2: Calm is just like I, I you think pick up net like microphone. Fishnet. Yes, yeah.
1: and in a way, Com does mean commercial, and Net does mean network. We're more of a network. We're, we're that networks. Yes, we so don't all of us money. here are networks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, our uh, is the club cosplay network.
0: Yes, our our Ooh. buddies at uh, on the, the Kessel Run oh, band cool. actually won that one though. That's they're cool. uh, they're at Kessel Ninja. <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing you can get now
1: i wonder if the rapper ninja is ninja oh, dot ninja yeah, ninja. yeah. Not, like dot guru dot club you can do dot sex I... now what although and i'm gonna say this until the day i die and i, I swear i thought Daddy of it sofa. before uh, what's his name thought of it i don't understand why more porn sites aren't dot com it just makes sense well that's it all the time we have for today everybody <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, this is not nerd safe. <laughs> it's a
1: more exploitation barrier, guys. I gotta go. Thank you for your time. Have Didn't a great night. Didn't mean to cross your boundaries. <laughs>
0: you guys have a great night. Thank you again so much for coming on the show. Good go, night, guys. Go cook Glad for your awesome you. fiance. Take care, <laughs> so guys. We'll talk to you soon. Before we go, I just want to let you guys know that you can find everything Ace of Geeks, including articles, more podcasts, and even some videos at aceofgeeks.net. We're also on Facebook at The Ace of Geeks. We're on Twitter at The Ace of Geeks. We're on Instagram at Ace of Geeks. We're on Google Plus at The Ace of Geeks. Just search Ace of Geeks. You'll find us. Thank you very much to uh, the folks from Club Cosplay for joining us. And our theme song is done by Kessel Run. You can find it at kesselrun.ninja.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?